fun. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Love Is Podcast. I'm excited to welcome the host of the Love Is Podcast, Kim Sorrell. Kim, how are you? I know you're excited about our guest. I'm Craig Neil. I hope you are too. And yes, I am very excited about Ellen Travolta, who did act in a couple of shows. Welcome back, Cotter, Greece, with her brother, John, who we all know, but we all know Ellen because Ellen has done so much. She lives in one of my favorite cities, the most beautiful city, I think, in the entire country, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and uh, has acted there and is still acting and still going strong in, a, in this show that I love, Going Home. And Ellen, I am so thrilled that you are here. I want to start off by saying that I'm so sorry that uh, about Jack. What a great guy and what a great oh, actor. Yes. So sorry yes. about that. Yeah. yeah, he was absolutely fabulous and he is very missed. So thank you. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that's true. Ellen, I am so thrilled that you're here. I am a fan of yours. I am a big fan of Hallmark movies and uh, I'm a big fan of your Hallmark movie. So welcome <laughs> to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm excited to hear about Going Home Season 2. Well, you know, the odd thing is that I live in Coeur d'Alene and where they film is outside of Spokane, which is a stone, stone store. So when Rich called, or my agent called and said, Rich Callen, you called him. I jumped aboard because at this point in my love, I'm, in my life, I'm so interested in doing really whatever comes my way as long as I like it. I don't just do anything. I love the hallmarks and I love the whole concept of going home. I think in general, we, we stay away from conversations about death because people are afraid and it's really the unknown that they're afraid of because no one's come back to say exactly, but then faith brings another road to believing in what you've been taught, what you've read, what you've learned and what, how, what you feel the truth is. But I think it's important because people are becoming more aware of it because of going home. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think it's something that is, is difficult for people to have those conversations and it's good. The show really talks about it so that those conversations after watching the show can go on between family members, can go on between other people, water cooler conversations, things like that. Yes, and I think there's one other thing. It's very important. And as in life, in death, there is humor. You laugh. You 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 don't. It's not oh somber, somber. There's a lightness. There's a remember this, and there's oh I'm going, and I hope I see or I do. And I think that if you have a conversations with young people about all all the things that could await you, it it is much less scary. Okay, I love that you said that. You know, I don't think I've ever heard anybody uh, put it like that before, but it's so true because it's it's all emotions that happen. And you have to be able to laugh at the things that you can laugh at because it is pretty serious stuff, you know, and, and it can be hard. And I think that's one of the things that Going Home does such a great job of is really showing the whole range of emotions. You know, not it's not just all about sadness. It's about the families and what the families are going through and, and, and about laughter. I mean, there, there needs to be that. So I love that you said that and laughter has been part of 
things that you have done, things that you have been in, and happy days as Bonzi's um, aunt and uh, Joni and Chachi, 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 Chachi right? Yeah. Joni loves Chachi. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't spit that word out because I watched the show. But um, humor is something you do. Yes, yes, it is. And you know, even in the going home, Ida, the character I played, had a had a feisty side to her, and she didn't want her grandson to be alone. So in on her deathbed, she was trying to hook the nurse up with her grandson so that she would not be leaving him alone. And it was wonderful, um, uh, cozy that played the nurse and the lo two lovely actors, and they were so wonderful. So we had we had some humor going um, and, and some hope and uh, a reason to feel that everything was taken care of when, you know, when in, in death, that everything was, was okay. It, she, she gave herself permission to go. Now tell us about your character, Ellen. Uh, I don't, well, I, I think she's sort of a feisty lady who raised her grandson and who loves him. And I got from the script that they'd always just been together and she knew she was dying. And the only thing she was afraid of what, what kept her from going was the fact that her grandson didn't have a partner. So when she tries to get the nurse and her grandson together and it's working, and then you watch that she peacefully begins to leave and she leaves. Mm. He has a problem with it. And then the nurse in hospice helps him. Mm, that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. You know, when you see that happen with people when they're hanging on until a family member gets into town or they're hanging on until some event, something happens. And and I love that it's demonstrated that way, that this grandma had so much love for her grandson that she wanted to make sure that he was okay before she let go. And you you do it so beautifully. I just have to say, Ellen, um, you're you're so good at what you do. And the other thing that you do that I think is really cool is you do some local things. Like you in Coeur d'Alene, this beautiful town, there's um summer theater, there's a, a winter event, a Christmas event that I, I think maybe last year was your last year, which is kind of sad. But um it's gotta be kind of cool to be able to do that. What is what's that like for you? Well, for me, it was wonderful because I was the producer, the director, the creator, I did, but I could have my family with me. So in a show, like one year, my sister was in it with me, my daughter, Molly, my, my granddaughter, Lola, we were all on stage for that month. We entertained, we did 15 shows and I thought, wow, this is wonderful. And Johnny would come and, and Joey and all the others came to see us. But what a great gift to be able to do that, to put people in a show that you love and that are wonderful and work together. No, absolutely. And it, it's just, it, it feels great. And it feels great doing a, a, a program like this and, and making a difference. Is this a different type of character for you ever to play, Ellen? Like where you're in this, this phase of life? Well, first of all, I've never been this old before. You know, I'm going to be 85 in October, so oh, wow. we're not. You, but your energy levels through the roof for well, 85. I know. <laughs> what? You're how much? You what? Uh, it was it was fun to be able to uh, just relax into it and be there, be really in present time, 
and enjoy. And it was indeed, I've no, I've not done, I've done some serious roles, but nothing like this. And, uh, and my, one of my sisters said, Oh, Ellen, maybe you'll reoccur. I said, Annie, I die. I'm gone. I don't come back. Oh, I said, that's what it's about. The dying, the passing. Mm -hmm. You know, you used the word hope earlier and uh, when I watch the show, it is so hopeful. I mean, there, there's so much about hope. And I would imagine when you get a script about a show that's all about dying, or or you could look at it that way because they deal so much with death. And some shows, I think some uh, directors, some writers have been afraid to even broach the subject, even, even go there because um, will people watch it? Do they want to watch death? Do they want to see this? But there's so much hope, like you said, uh, you, I that's just so true. What, what do you hope people will get out of your episode? Well, I, I think, ha, huh, one of the things that occurred to me was, you know what? You think when you're dying, you'd, you'd be self-centered. Where am I going? What's going to happen to me? But no, this woman was caring about her, her grandson. She was caring about him and, she needed to know on some level that was okay so she could pass. And that is sort of, um, there, there are things that hold people back from leaving. It could be unfinished business. It could be leaving someone they were concerned about. Um, many things. They just don't want to leave the group. My dad, when we were in, uh, I've got 11 of us were in the room and he was passing and we were laughing and joking and kidding and the nurse said you know I don't I don't I think that maybe you should leave because he doesn't want to leave you and if he hears that laughter and lo and behold seven of us left I stayed and within 10 minutes he was gone he wanted to stay for the park and and the thing is that after you lose a loved one that's very very important part of your life for a long period of your life it's difficult. It doesn't happen. You don't, the grieving process takes a lot longer than people think. And then you're reminded by that person and your different things. So these are conversations where someone will watch the show and say, oh my gosh, like talking to you right now reminds me of losing my father five years ago and mm -hmm. how I miss him. But it's, that doesn't always come up where it's coming in my brain. But when we talk about death and dying, that's where I first start to think about so I think it also, well, but then, and then you start thinking about the good things too. So it's sometimes talking about death leads to some laughter and smiling, as you said. Well, I think it should. It's, it's the Marriott. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of, of uh, different things. And here's the thing as you get older too. I mean, I'm, as I said, I'm 85. I'm losing friends. I'll go to pick up a phone and say, oh my God, they're gone. They're gone. They were gone. And this year, three or four friends. I have a lot of young friends who I keep in touch with all the time also. But they're depending on the age you are. That's so why I think it's important to include young people in conversations about the inevitable. You're going to pass on to another existence. Mm -hmm. Well, and this show does a good job of of being for all ages. You know, it's something families can watch together. And I, I think that's a, an important thing, too. And, you know, it's interesting what happened with your dad. And it's interesting your character um, that that people don't think about themselves like you would think and, and be worried about themselves, but more worried about the people they're leaving behind. I had that with my husband. He was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And 
And I would just start crying sometimes, you know, we laughed a lot, but I'd start crying sometimes. And he'd just hold me and say, don't cry for me. Don't cry for me. Mm -hmm. You know, you're the one that has to stay here. And I'm like, yeah, buddy, you know, you don't have to pay another bill or get sick ever again. Like, <laughs> good for you. <laughs> but, uh, but that's a good point that you made. Well, I think it's important. And, you know, Betty White, I loved her. Are you afraid to die? Someone asked. She said, oh, no, it's the last great adventure. Especially when that's the life that, did. yeah. So, I'm sorry. I was going to say that's exactly, uh, she lived the life she wanted to live. And that's mm -hmm. the key thing. Ellen, that's when, whenever you whenever your time, which is years from now, I can tell you your energy level that you'll know I've accomplished a tremendous life. And that's the thing why everyone should live with a purpose and, and driven in their lives for family, for success, to do the best things and be happy is that, that they, their lives are fulfilled. I agree. I think it's very important to at the time of your life, live it, enjoy it. Don't worry about the past. You can't change it. And who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. But it's hard to stay in present time sometimes just to be and enjoy the now. Yeah, I think that's so important. That's such a great point. And uh, you can get distracted so easily about what's going to happen tomorrow or what's going to happen next week, next month. <clears throat> but to be in today, you know, to be rock solid in today and just be living what's going on today is so important important that's that's a huge thing thank you for bringing that up well you're welcome and both of you are are, are lovely and you are what tell me if you you do the show together every day no we do shows together but i i i do a bunch of shows and she has her own television show as well kim right yeah so mm -hmm. and and where are you you're in illinois where are you in illinois oh i'm in pittsburgh I'm, Go ahead. and i'm in and and michigan where michigan you're in michigan who was in illinois oh maybe okay <laughs> some a lot of people there's a lot of people in illinois actually <laughs> okay pittsburgh i went to carnegie mellon oh my gosh you're the second person i've interviewed that was talking about carnegie mellon uh, I started my radio career, uh, started as a cable access station to now 150 plus stations, number six celebrity podcast in the world, according to Feedspot. But I started 15 years ago getting to do a pilot show at Carnegie Mellon, uh, starting out as education show. And I brought all these different people on and expanded it to where it is today. I'm not on in Carnegie Mellon University anymore, but I didn't go there, but I ended up uh, doing WRCT. So uh, there goes our well connection. Yeah, there you go. And when I went there, it was um, a Carnegie Institute of Technology. The Carnegie Mellon came later. Awesome. All right. So everyone is now season two is available at Great American Pure Flicks. Just check it out and check out Ellen's episode. And I appreciate it, Ellen. Best of luck. Love to chat with you again with another project. And thanks for coming on the show. Thank you both. You're lovely. It was fun to talk to you. Thank you very much. God bless you and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. God bless you, too. All right. That was a special simulcast of the Neil Haley Show and the Love is Podcast, guys. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.